the purpose of your site is not to sell something, right? The purpose of your site is to convert a visitor into somebody into your database. In that sense, we've got to give them something of value about the thing that you solve. Now, it's really important that we give away some sort of value to get people in, right? Because there's only going to be a certain number of people who are ready to contact you straight away. Thought Leaders Business Lab is for you, the business owner, entrepreneur, the expert in your field who wants to be seen and heard as the influential thought leader in your industry. My name is Samantha Riley and I've been building and growing businesses for over 26 years and I've learned there are three key areas to your success, your mindset, your talents and the people you surround yourself with. Each week, I interview successful entrepreneurs and deep dive to discover the exact strategies that they've used to build their business so that you can experiment and implement these strategies in your business too. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to another Thursday episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your Thursday co-host, Samantha Riley, alongside today's co-host, Tim Hyde. How are you, Tim? Doing well, Sam. How are you? Very well, thank you. And today, we're also joined by Sean Premnath. Actually, I should have asked, how do I pronounce your last name? You got it. I yes. got it, yes. <laughs> ding, ding, That's ding. That's a tick of approval. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great to have you here on the show, Sean. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Both you and uh, Tim, appreciate it. <laughs> now, you're a member of the Thought Leaders Business Lab community over there on Facebook. That's and right. A few weeks ago, I put a shout out or put a call out to ask who would be willing to put up their hand and come on the show and bring a challenge that we could all unpack because I think that there's a lot of value in that for you um, and also a lot of value in hearing what Tim and I come up with for our audience. So first up, thank you so much for bravely putting up your hand because you don't know what you're about to walk into, do you? Oh, boy. (laughs) Thank you for being a guinea pig. Yeah. You've you've actually brought us a really interesting challenge, Sean, because you're in a a, a very interesting niche, I guess, um, in that you create music for personal brands, don't you? Yes, yes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the business before we start and the kinds of people that you work with? So uh, at this point, I work with a lot of uh, videographers, um, a lot of people who are probably in that sort of personal branding strategy. Uh, I I always tell them to find a way to stand out. Um, as what I've noticed in this space, um, I find myself having to educate people or business owners about what I do because they either understand it or they don't, or they go, that's great, but how does it work for my business? You know? Um, Mm -hmm. So there's a whole point of education behind it. So, and I think whenever they think of that, they think of a very cheesy jingle or very like tongue in cheek kind of stuff. And they're like, well, my business doesn't need that because my business is professional. I need to be coming in the professional face. Um, But then I give them a, 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 a sort of statement saying, well, we're not trying to be that, but we're trying to invite them into your world and connect with you so that, uh, um, so that they have a bit more of a certainty and trust with you. Um, funny enough, I was reading up the statistic, but 74% of young adults can already tell the uh, company's personality through the voice or the sound that they make. So mm. imagine if somebody that doesn't have, you know, probably if they close their eyes and if they listen to you, they'll be like, oh, 
I know who it is. And that power of image in your head mm-hmm. is like, well, okay, sign me up. I'll, I'll definitely go with that person and so and so. Um, so that's sort of my roadblock at the moment. I don't have a, 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 a big stream of clients because there's been a lot of, so I guess, multiple touch points to educating people and understanding uh, that's what I do and things like that. And I have to do a lot of demonstration for them people to understand what it is. Mm, awesome. So we had a look at your website, and I believe that Tim has got something to lead us off with. Yeah, I've got lots of holes. <laughs> okay, yes, please go for don't, it. Don't, don't, don't feel bad about that because I know, you know, if I look at my own business, there's holes in that too. Oh, yeah, I've just been through my website with my copywriter. And- Not alone. I think this is one of those things that we, we look at, and you're, you're, you are in a very sort of interesting niche space. I think just to give some context for people who are listening to the podcast right now, if you're certainly if you're in front of a computer or you can bring your um, browser up on your phone, it might be useful to kind of, as we talk to Sean about what we're seeing, if you see the same things as well. So if you want, we'll just look at your um, your, pod, your website to start with, and that's at Sean Master Music, S-H-A-U-N, mastermusic.com.au. We can, we can take a look at that. You can come along with us for the journey. If you want to connect with me, Tim Hyde, head over to winmoreclients.com.au forward slash connect. Or if you'd like to connect with Samantha Riley, you can find her at samanthariley.global forward slash connect. Okay. So the first thing I see, Sean, is that it's all about you. Mm. Okay. Um, and this is a mistake that I think a lot of people make when we first start to to put ourselves out there. We think, oh, my God, the first thing I need to do is tell everybody about me, about me, about me. And I'll often see, you know, the about thing is the first thing in the menu, right? Or there's photos of you straight up in front. Now, I love that you've got photos of you playing music, but the big sort of call to action across the middle of the banner is, you know, Sean, you know, uh, Sean Master Music, okay? which doesn't really tell me what you do or what I'm going to get. Right? Are you a musician or are you solving my, my, my branding problem? So that's probably the first place that I would look at. Um, I'll put this in context of going on a date. If you can remember back to the first time you went on a date, right? you didn't go and you went and found, you asked a lot of questions about your partner. You didn't sit there and tell them a lot about you and expect to get a second date. And now in our websites is a little bit similar like that. If we start by telling everything about us, our, our prospect gets really bored really quickly and they'll disappear. And most of our traffic will then bounce away. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised to learn if you looked at some of your Google Analytics here that you have a pretty high bounce rate. Mm, okay. Right. Do you have Google Analytics on your site right now? I think I do. I, I would, um, so this website is through Banzoogle, which is like the sort of Wix, Squarespace kind of thing, but this is for okay. musicians. So so. You, you, sh- you should see some statistics um, right. in the back end of your site, whether it's Google Analytics and kind of WordPress or you're on Wix or, uh, or whatever platform you're on, they'll give you some analytics about what your site performance is doing. Now, it's not something you necessarily have to look at every single day. Yep. Right. But, you know, periodically just check in and say, okay, I've made a change. Let's start to look at what might perform, what my site's doing. So, so just, let me just about break down what that bounce rate is, though, for people yep, that sure. ha- have never heard of that, Tim. So, your bounce rate is how quickly people bounce from your site. So, you want them to come to your site and stay on there, stay on there for, you know, enough time to read something, maybe to go to another page. So, the bounce rate is people bouncing yep. off that very quickly. Yep, absolutely. I do like the color. I think the color is really vibrant. Um, mm. If someone's looking for the things that you do, what we'll often see, and if you look at this, your own behavior about how you search for things, um, you know, you'll right click 
on a bunch, you know, open, right click, open, right click, open. It will have a bunch of tabs open mm. and people will sort of go, you know, they'll look quickly look at each of them and say, okay, which one looks interesting? And they'll close down the ones that don't look interesting. So in that sense, I think it's really good. Great colour, right? But I'm just thinking I'm just missing a little bit about, I guess, speaking to your ideal customer here and, and the problem you solve for them, okay? So okay. to me, that's, that's probably the first issue. The second issue I think we, we, we often forget as well is that the purpose of your site is not to sell something. Mm. Right? The purpose of your site is to convert a visitor into somebody into your database. Yep. In that sense, we've got to give them something of value. Mm. Now, this is Sam and I, you, you may have heard Sam and I talking about lead magnets a lot before. Yep. Lead magnet, we don't tell a customer it's a lead magnet, but it's really a magnet to attract a lead. Right? It is a resource that helps your customer come to some more informed decision about the thing that you solve. Now, it's really important that we give away some sort of value to get people in, right? Because there's only going to be a certain number of people who are ready to contact you straight away. Thoughts on that, Sam? So, yeah, I'm also on the site having a look. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into, into this topic who would be your absolute number one ideal client, Sean? Like if you could have your dream client in the world, who would they be? I guess, okay, first of all, I don't really have an answer for it. <laughs> um, I think that's, that's something that I, I, I still struggle to answer. But when I think of today's world and how music is used, I'm thinking of content creators. Uh, I'm thinking of videographers mm -hmm. who believe in the idea of making custom music because I know with videographers, they always go down the path of royalty-free music because cost-effective. Uh, and um, mm -hmm. I guess uh, film directors because uh, they're something that's definitely some of the people that I want to tap into. Okay, so people who can buy your stuff. More yes, than yeah. So the, those videographers that are using the royalty-free music, what's the biggest problem with those videographers using the royalty-free music? Well, it undermines us. Uh, when I say undermine in the sense that it doesn't give us the opportunity to get custom something custom. And every time you look at a different uh, video, it's pretty much the same type of music, but just presented it differently, probably with different instruments or uh, different sort of choices and things like when, that. When you say us, Sean, do you mean you, the composer, or me, the audience? Uh, us, composers. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so what you want to think about there is not how it, what it undermines you. What is the result that that composer is looking, that that videographer is looking for? What is the thing that they want to give to their customers? Yep. Right. So if it undermines you. Sorry, too bad. Okay. <laughs> right. What Tim right. means Fair by that news. is that, that your client won't care. That's okay. not your what client, I, your client us at Thought Leaders Business Lab believe. <laughs> right. What we want to look at is what is the difference between to that, that videographer between using a custom piece of music and an off-the-shelf piece of royalty-free music? Mm. Okay, so we've got to answer that customer's problem, not the problem it creates for you. Right? Because right. if there's no difference to them, they'll just choose the cheapest option. Mm -hmm. I think that's yeah, of course, yeah. So what you want, the way you want to be positioning now is that if, by using a custom piece of music, in this case, actually makes their product to their customers better, more unique, more engageable, more recognisable. Right now, we're so used to sort of jingles on TV and radio, um, but you know, certainly with more more sort of 
other mediums now to engage content. We've, we've sort of lost a little bit sort of stuff. But if I'm now going, my podcast has a unique sound or brand to it, that makes me look better and I'm not suddenly having the same brand or sound as somebody else. Right. Okay, so we're going to answer our customer's problem, not necessarily the one that, you know, that we have. So okay. I would take it a little bit in a different way to that. And that's the, the beauty, Sean, that you're sitting here with Tim and I in, and that's what you need to understand is there's actually no black and white in business. So yeah. you just have to decide, yeah. actually, that resonates with me or that doesn't and decide. For me, if I think back to what you said about 75, what was your stat that you said? 75%. Yeah. So those people are very driven on sound. So if you've got someone that has got a unique sound that only they are using, that makes them stand out in a memorable way. Because when you hear that, the only person you think of is is my business. If, I, if I've employed or if I've taken you on to create a piece of music, I use that in my podcast. No other podcast in the whole world has that same piece of music. When someone hears it, you know, 75% of people will automatically think, oh, well, we know exactly who that is. Mm. And I think where the, the biggest um, opportunity for you right now is where audio is going on the internet with mm. smart speakers, things like Amazon Echo or the, the, I don't know what the Google the Google speaker's called. All, no, all I know is you say, hey, Google. <laughs> I think it's the Google Home or Bixby or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, something what, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. that this is the way that the internet's going. So sure. when people are picking up sound and that automatically takes their their mind to, to us as a business owner, I believe that's where the biggest opportunity is right now. You know, um, I tried to queue up some... some um, little sounds which I couldn't find, but if I find them, I'll pop them here in the mm. show. But there's a lot of jingles that go for less than three seconds where if I played them right now, I can guarantee that, you know, 90% of the people listening would know straight away it's that business. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where your biggest opportunity is, is that you're able to create something that automatically people hear. And it's it's almost more valuable than just a visual logo. Mm. Because we're creating exactly what you said before, we're creating that picture in our head. So we're hearing that jingle, we're already picturing that business in our head, getting some sort of feeling about that business. And that's, I feel that that's where your opportunity is right now. Yeah, right. It is very much about changing that perception. You're not just making music. What you're actually doing is uh, helping a business create its own uniqueness. Your right. customer will be more unique as a result of working with you. Yep. Okay. The means by which you do so is through music composition. Yep. Uh, and I think that's a mistake that um, you know, Sam. You know, we talk about it quite often that people make in business is we we go into say this. You know, we, we describe our business by the process we take people through, not the transition it makes for our customer. Mm. And right. the and the other mistake, and, and we're seeing it here. And believe me, Sean you are not alone in this mistake. This is a mistake that a lot of people make is that we want people to know how good we are. And so we mm. we want to say, hey, this is me. This is what I do. This is how good I am. And I've won these awards and I've done these things and I've got these certificates and I've been doing this thing. And someone's like, next. Because 
they've got a problem and they just want that solved. You know, that's what Tim was alluding to here. Instead of it saying Sean Master Music, you know, I help businesses to be instantly recognized. Right. Oh, I've got a business. Let, Let me read more. You know, and then whatever you said, Tim, like, and, and the way that I do that yeah, is... is through, you know, creating unique music compositions. Yeah. Creating your unique sound. Yeah. So this, this is where we, we change, okay? So we've got to answer this what's in it for me question, but from our customers' shoes. Okay. Okay. What is the, what is the outcome that we create for our customer as a result of the service we provide? Yep. Okay. So Sam create stronger, more robust businesses that require less of you being in it, right? Same thing for me right? from an automation perspective. I don't sell the automation. What I sell is the outcome that that automation creates. Right. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. that's where we come back to that outcome, instantly recognizable. Okay. So, yeah, using, yeah, absolutely. I really like that, Sam, actually, using something like, you know, I help you, you know, create instantly recognizable sort of brand associations with your clients. Yep. Someone knows the outcome of that, right? If I'm instantly recognisable by the people who, who hear me, awesome. Right? Well, that's that's going to make my whole sales job a lot easier. I'm going to attract more of my ideal customer. Yeah. Right? Um, I won't have to do the convincing sell that everybody does mm. right? because mm. that's something I don't want to do. Mm. Okay. I would love to see you, Sean, do a whole, some research on where the internet and voice recognition is going because it's already a big thing. You know, we're seeing homes where people yep. can turn on the shower just by saying, you know, shower now. Mm. Um, this is most children are growing up in a house where they know they can ask for their own music while their parents are cooking dinner. Um, mm. Start to have a look at some stats on where voice recognition is going in smart speakers. And all of a sudden, a company that's got a one-off sound through this kind the way that where the internet is going you're ahead of the you're ahead of the uh the field yeah yeah actually i um i have an old t-shirt it's it's a bit uh, it's a bit worse for wear now but it has a bunch of cassette tapes right right <laughs> vintage <laughs> and my son who's just turned 14 i remember a few years ago um he uh, he looked at it and said, "What are those on the shirt on your shirt, Dad?" <gasps> no, 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 oh, no, 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 because he'd never seen a cassette. Wow! At all, right? So, you know, and and now, uh, you know, we, we don't see CDs anymore, right? It's yep. it's not not particularly common that we'll see a car with a CD player in it mm. anymore. Whereas it used to be, how many ten stack, twenty stack, yeah. six stack, whatever <laughs> CDs could I put in my car? Um, you know, and obviously this sort of 10 stack of CD player was always mounted in the boot. So you had to stop the car and get out. And of course, now we don't need need any of that. So we, we do see this transition. Um, I think also on the site, this is where I'd love to see you put a blog. Now, and a blog is an important thing that every business should have. It's not only puts our, our expertise and some of the stuff that Sam was just talking about there, you can position your authority knowing a lot about what's happening in your space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm buying from you. I want to know that you know what's going on. You know the trends. You you know those sorts of things. But it's also really fantastic from an SEO perspective, okay, because one of the things that Google and other um, browsers will look for is new, fresh content being updated on your site on a regular basis. Yep. Mm. Okay. Right? And if you can't write, there's plenty of people out there who can write mm. or, don't, or don't want to write. <laughs> so yeah, I have a question to ask you guys then. Um, 
So um, going back to the point about not having the site all about me and that kind of stuff, right? Um, so th- why I'm bringing that up, because I've seen other people do that, showing who they are and stuff like that, and being able to, I guess, generate leads because it's that particular name. So I guess my question to you is in terms of, is first of all, question is whether should I discard the whole Sean Master music and maybe rebrand myself uh, into a, a, a different space? And number two um, is should I be considering to, should I separate myself from the business or should I be just have another entity and then me being separate? Two, two big questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, really big questions. <laughs> and interesting because they're the we, same two questions I had on my last call. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the branding question first. Um, and I think, look, to be honest, the branding question also plays a little bit into, um, you know, the, the second question about what the business looks like. And, and what the business looks like, and Sam, you're in it, you, you do a lot more of this than I do with your clients, I know. Um, it has to be a little bit around that navel-gazing. You know, what do you, want to, what do you want to be known for? What does this business look like? In, in five or ten years, is it is it you the face, you doing the work, you doing the creative, right? Or or is it you know you and your team and and there there can be a little bit of an expectation that if someone buys your name, like Sam, you know we expect to get if I buy something from Samantha Riley, I expect to get Sam Riley at some point. Um, if I'm buying Sean Master Music, I expect to get you at some point. And I've gone a slightly different way with my business in terms of win more clients and positioning it so that it isn't necessarily me that you get. And even in the language I use when I, you know, when I sign clients up, it says you will get a marketing automation expert working with you. Now, right, right now I'm wearing that hat as well. But longer term, I'm trying to sort of change that perspective right, about what their business looks like. Sam, did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that because of what you do and because it's your creativity here, I would definitely stick with Sean Master Music and really build your personal brand because yeah. people do business with people. Yeah. Okay. And as you scale and as you grow, you can still be under that same brand and and I think it would be okay. And, you know, it can turn into something bigger. Maybe you then decide to, to have a different name. That's totally fine. But I think that everyone should have a personal brand, even if mm. they're under, um, you know, some other brand. Tim, for example, businesses win more clients but there's definitely a tim hyde personal brand oh yeah absolutely you know and i think it's really really important that everyone really works on their personal brand these days because you know we've been through the the age of the internet where people had their fake ferraris and their rented you know mansions and we're all past that we all know it's bs now right so we want to we want to connect with the person we want to know what they're about we want to know their values and as an artist that is something that we really really connect with we want to make Mm. sure that the artist the person that is that we're entrusting to creating something is on the same the same wavelength wavelength that's a, yeah okay. absolutely wave oh I hear that wavelength oh, I see what I did there. <laughs> there there is there is this i think sean there is this piece in there as well that you know we, we've got to remember that this is a sean master music is a business mm. right? right now you were wearing all the hats in that business but it is ultimately a business 
sell, close down their business, whatever it happens to be, and then move on to something else. Your personal brand, you know, the Sean Premnath brand, survives what Sean Master Music does. Right. Okay. Now, second question, should you rebrand it? Mm. Probably part of that same conversation. So I'm not sure if we answered that to your satisfaction. Or no, not. no. I think because I have been considering it for a while um, and – I, I came up with Show Master because just out of a whimsical thing, and it's like, okay, that sounded cool. Let's let's run with it. And um, and then I, I noticed that people, whenever I introduce myself to people, people will be like, oh, master of what exactly? And there was a lot of sort of scratching heads. And then I was thinking to myself, I, I really like the idea of just I wanted to just be me. And I'm just a guy that makes music, and that's pretty much what I do, mm-hmm. right? So I was thinking of the other day maybe. Put it, maybe putting the show master music on the shelf, revisit that a bit later on, but putting myself as, hi, my name is Sean and I make music. Simple as that. That's what mm. I thought. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think personal brands are so valuable. One of the things that you mentioned right at the beginning when we first ch- started chatting was that you wanted people to, to be able to refer to you and for people to know what you did. And I think that's really, really mm. valuable with a personal brand. People connect with okay. you, um, and you know if so, if I was at a networking event and someone said, "Oh, you know, I've got I'm doing this thing, and I want I want this audio, you know, brand, and I want it, blah blah blah," I'd say, "Oh, you know, you should speak to Sean Premnath. He's the he's the there expert in yeah. this." So that's where I think personal brands are so valuable. Yeah, absolutely. I do notice on there's a couple other things on the side as well, uh, like for example, your Facebook link on the bottom of the page is broken. But let's um let's let's shift over. Oh, to okay. <laughs> your, uh, to your social media, um, and you've got a LinkedIn yep. profile. I can see you've got your Facebook page and, and as well, six hundred odd people on your Facebook page. Um, sort of similar number of connections on on LinkedIn as well. Um, mm-hmm. right, where's your LinkedIn profile gone? There it is. Um, you do start in both cases by saying that I'm you go I'm an accountant turned music composer. Okay, mm. it's really part of your brand. But again, I think the issue with that is that it doesn't speak to what the outcome that you create for your clients is. Okay, so right. I think an important part of your personal story, but not the thing we lead with from our marketing context. Mm. Something like I help right. business owners have instantly recognizable brand audio brands. At least people understand yeah. exactly who it is that you help and how you help them. Yeah. Okay, and I think that's a really important. Oh, okay. We've got to get again, just like what you're doing for your clients, we've got to use that in our in our um, in our marketing text and our context as well. What is the outcome mm. that we create? Well, the outcome we create is, and I really like that, Sam. You know, instantly recognizable audio brands or, or instant recognizable brand through audio. Mm, that's probably better. Right. So you know, via the method that we that we create. Now, if I'm connecting with you and I see this message out there, I go, that's the outcome I want. Now I'll find out who you are. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's what, like you were saying before, Tim, right? So the outcome first before me, essentially, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So people are looking for the outcome. They just like that you come as part of the package with the outcome. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. (laughs) And and we're all the same, right? (laughs) Yeah. Look, unless we've got unless we've got really you know massively strong personal brands, right? Yeah. I think Oprah, Tim Ferriss, you know Barack Obama, uh, Scott Morrison, yeah. right? That are talked about kind of um, by everybody. Unless we've got these massively you know, 
Tony Robbins uh, would be another one, obviously, out there mm. that everybody knows. Okay, they've got really strong personal brands, and I would search for Tony Robbins, and then go, okay, what is it that you can do for me, Tony? Right? But I think for for a lot of smaller businesses, we've got to flip that around because people don't know who we are. We don't have the the marketing machine or the PR machine that suddenly makes Tim Hyde and Samantha Riley known globally. And we've got pretty good personal brands, but we're still not, you know. Still not Tony Robbins. <laughs> still not, still not, <laughs> you know, or, or Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and they've got massive machines behind them, right? And dozens and dozens of staff who, you know, are, are kind of creating that personal brand on a regular basis. So what you'll find is that people will look for the outcome first and then they will associate and go, okay, do I want to buy from you? That's the outcome I want, but do I want to buy that outcome from you? And now I like you. Right. Mm. Okay, and that's going to be your sort of general, the way people find you. It is a little bit different from referral basis. You'll get referrals from people you like yep. about the subject you're good at. Yeah, yeah. But even okay. those are like, I'm looking for this outcome. Who do you know? They don't come to you and say, hey, I'm looking to connect with Sean. What does Sean do? Yeah. That's a real, actually, that's a really good distinction. If you imagined that you were in a networking event, what is it that's going to be the catalyst for that referral? They're not going to be walking right. in and saying, I'm looking for a Sean. They're going to be walking mm. in and saying, I've got this issue. Mm. Yeah. The winch, is it? Yeah. We do that yeah. We do that too often. I think we, we do lead with the me first. <laughs> mm. Not what is the problem that I solve for my client. Well, I think that's, that's, a, that's a, a human thing, right? We all want to be... Um, valued and loved <laughs> and yeah all of those things that and, and a lot of experts fall into the the way of thinking you know a lot of us are creative we're put we're wearing we're putting that creativity out there um, with the possibility that it's going to be not liked or judged by people so we're cu- constantly mm. coming out saying hey I'm good at this you know it's that it's it, almost that self-doubt kind of piece where in actual fact what we need to do is concentrate on yeah that ideal client so um just just on that note of um the selling the outcome um when we say outcome right how specific or how like net do we have to cast so for example i'm thinking to my head um uh your story through music. That's something that I want to try and sell. So I want to sell, I want, I want to create music that tells your story because I feel people connect. I mean, that's, that's what I'm thinking at the moment. I'm kind of thinking out loud at the moment. Um, people connect to stories. So if I say, let me help you tell, let me, let me tell your story through music. Is that, is that, yeah, is that I'm, too much of a widen ad? Is that too thing or? That makes sense. I think it's a, it's a good tagline. Okay. I'm going to give you yeah. a really great resource to read and and this is for anyone that's really struggling, anyone that's listening that's struggling to get their story out or to understand how to get this onto a web page in the right order and it's a book called Building Your Story Brand by Donald Miller and I highly recommend it to everyone to have a read to start to understand uh, how to put your story brand together in a way that people are motivated to do business with you really good book yeah fantastic mm. i recommend that one as well mm. okay okay let's um let's drill into your social media a bit all right so we look okay at, let's look at your social media a, a little bit now um 
I think uh, as just as I mentioned before, you've got this on account and turn music composer. Right? Um, I do like your banner on LinkedIn. My name is Sean. I make music. Okay, so you can go and look up Sean Premnath um, on LinkedIn as well. Pretty good stuff. Okay, again, uh, you, actually, your copy here is a little bit better than the website. Okay. Right. <laughs> but, but again, you start with the about, you start talking about, hey, I was an accountant, I wanted this thing. Mm. Come back and speak more to, this is the thing that I do for my customer. Okay. LinkedIn particularly, we always make the mistake of um, presenting it a bit like a CV. <laughs> um, right. I think that's my problem there because that's what I think of LinkedIn at the moment. Yeah, um, a lot of people, a lot of people need, still think I of need LinkedIn to change that. So, yeah. Unless you're looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not. So. <laughs> and, and we do make this mistake, mistake with LinkedIn. We, we present mm. it as a, you know, this synopsis. At this job, I did these things. At this mm. time, I did these things and so on. Mm. Um, it's not that. Again, we've got to speak specifically to what our customer is looking for. I solve this right. problem. This is how I solve it. This is my unique process. If you'd like to know more, grab this resource. Um, we okay. really want to be moving people because we don't control social media at all. Uh, your website, you own largely. Mm-hmm. Right? Your website is what we call owned media. Your social media is just earned media. We don't own it. And I was just talking to someone yesterday morning, um, a Facebook strategist who had a bunch, who knew of a bunch of people who had their ad accounts closed down. Wow. Okay. Right? No warning, no recourse. Um, you know, the Facebook and Google machine when you get your, your account closed down and even LinkedIn, there is no correspondence entered into. It's no. gone. It's gone. Right? Yeah, and if you're yeah. relying on that very heavily to to drive, um, you know, sales or, or opportunities, you, you're going to have to look at, really think, rethink your strategy. You want to move people from social media as quickly as possible into your CRM system, which of course, right. don't you, Sean? Sorry? Your email. Which of course you've got. <laughs> um... Which we really want to move people up because now we can tr- we own it and no one can take those yep. relationships away from us. If you get your Facebook mm. page shut mm. down, you've lost all those relationships. Yeah. Right. So we need to okay. move people from social media as quickly as possible. Um, so your LinkedIn profile reads a little bit like a CV at the moment. Mm. Okay? And there's a few things there. For example, you've received no testimonials. You've had clients, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I have a bit, but yeah, I've got to get them okay. through. I guess. Uh, let's reach out. There, so, yeah. Recommendation. Okay, it becomes yep. part of that social proof. So once someone, the, the process is that once someone comes into your world and says, yes, I, that's the, you solve the problem that I'm looking to solve, then they get to know and look yep. at I can trust you. And part of that know, like, and trust process oh. is looking at what, are you credible at what you do? Right? So mm-hmm. you're, you know, your, um, you know, your recommendations. Who else have you worked with? Um, what can you do? I'd love to see more of, you know, more of what you do, your creative process showcased in some of your... Like an actual demonstration of like a, a thing. Yeah. Break finish, it down. Say, hey, look, we've got a client here. Case yeah. studies. Got a client mm. here. Mm. Right? So, you know, we, we take the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast. Hey, guys, you know, I just want to hear today. I'm just working on Sam and Tim's new jingle you get a bit of music for the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast. It's not a jingle. It will be jingle. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I have your permission, I'll definitely do it. <laughs> let me talk to you a little bit about the process that we go through. Mm. Bang, 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 bang. Okay. Yeah, what you're doing is no one can yeah. copy your process. No one's got to copy the, suddenly copy the piece of music and go, I know exactly all the steps that you create. I'm musically illiterate. You can tell me exactly what you do. 
and I still couldn't do it. Mm. 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 So by breaking right. that down and sharing some of that stuff, you actually sort of go, people go, oh, I know what I'm, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to see the process you go through. I'm going to understand it a bit more, which the rest is one of the challenges that you, meant, you mentioned. Mm. People don't go, I don't know what that is. But if you start to show your process, you go, oh, now I get it. Mm. Right? So is this, the, is this the how I do it? Is that basically what it is? Or? No, it's what you do. What you do. What you oh, do, what you not do. the how. Okay. Absolutely. What, okay. This is gotcha, what gotcha. I do. Yep. This is the so, outcome. And same thing on, same thing on okay. your Facebook page. So you've got a bunch of content on your, um, on your Facebook page that's not on your LinkedIn profile. Mm-hmm. So if I look at your LinkedIn right. profile now and look at your last post, there's not enough content going up. Mm. So you got that's because I don't know how to. I I think I need, I haven't dealt or understood how to do with my LinkedIn because a lot of my connections have been because of my previous life as an accountant. Mm-hmm. Um. So and and that's one of the reasons why I put in the accountant because I, I I've heard and this is something that I've noticed uh, with um whenever they beat music composers there's always this sort of very airy fairy so i thought bringing myself as an accountant i'm very black and white so i don't deal in like um i guess i'm not sort of uh guesswork it's all absolute kind of thing actually I really but tim like seems to disagree yeah and I, I was gonna say i disagree as well but i'm really really glad mm. that you've brought that up because mm. um that is actually a journey that i went on as well in that mm. some of the things that the strategies that i do i was worried that people you know wouldn't take what i did seriously because it's a little bit ethereal you can't touch it this is where you need to go back to who is it that you help and what do you help them with and it's yeah. always coming back to that same thing. Yeah. I would like to see more consistency once you've got that message, right? You obviously got to nail the message down, but then we need more consistency. So I can see that, you know, you put a post up eight months ago, then six months ago, then two weeks ago, then one week ago. Now, the, the two new ones I actually really like, right? Sean makes music, um, is your brand. You've got some really good videography happening with that. You know, you've got this sort of audio component, which is really, I think, for you, really critical a lot of people can get away with just text um, or video but your for your audio component that's that's really critical and mm-hmm. the two most recent videos particularly again if people want to go and have a look at sean's um, profile on linkedin um you know we're getting that i'm seeing this elevation of quality and that's mm-hmm. part of your message is this uniqueness and this quality outcome it's not mm-hmm. we slapped it together with you know with a xylophone and a you know <laughs> You know, with a little sort of microphone. Exactly. You sort of TV. Mm. Yeah. Uh, We've got this sort of elevation, I think. But we need to be consistent. And and the same thing with your Facebook profile as well. If you jump onto, um, I think it's Sean Makes Music or Sean Makes Music AU on Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash Sean Makes Music AU. Some of the new ones really good. Right. So you've got your sort of new brand with Sean Makes Music. Um, component but again we've got that little inconsistency of brand we've got Sean Master Music and Sean Makes Music now now to the uninitiated they might click on one and go to the other and saying this is not quite the same thing anymore yep. Sean Makes Music is black and gold it's quite luxe and your website the images on the website you've got purples and golds and you know greens and multicoloured blue, <laughs> multicoloured okay but we've got this brand incongruency Mm. Now, you'd be talking to your clients around congruency of music with their brand. What's the emotion you want to convey? You know, do you want solemn, austere, happy, you know, sad, whatever? You're going to have that sort of conversation with your client. 
but we've got to make sure that our visual brand is is very consistent as well because otherwise somebody, mm. someone gets, they see one experience and then they get to the next experience and they go, this is slightly different and I'm confused now. And confused buyers don't buy. Mm. And I think that's a, that's a really right. great place to end that is confused buyers don't buy. So let's just go back and recap the, the big pieces is A, you need to get really clear on who that is you help and what it is that you help them achieve like what's the outcome uh go back to that website get really clear on the consistency of message i do recommend i'll say it again building a story brand by donald miller such a good book um now on your website the two things that that website needs to do is position you as the authority so as tim suggested the case studies adding a blog adding you know stories to that so that people can learn more about you and how amazing you are but the second thing is lead generation so what is it that you're going to do on that site to generate leads so that you can, again, really be making sure that, they're, that your ideal clients are in your world um, and really start to get that consistency of the visuals just the same way that you talk to your clients about getting consistency of their audio. Um, so you want message, visuals, auditory, all to mesh together. Mm-hmm. Well, Thanks, Sean, for letting us go down that rabbit hole with you. You were very <laughs> brave. <laughs> and considering that Tim and I had no idea what we were going to, that we were going to talk about, <laughs> did okay. They're pretty good, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Sean, what's your biggest takeaway from, from what we've just talked about? I think the biggest thing that I got was just that message. And I think I finally got the 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 sort of nut that I needed to fix, which is um, making sure that my message is clear, but it's not all about me, but making sure that also um, from a third person perspective that they understood. So it's really, really clear that there are a lot of things that a lot of, obviously like what Tim said before, I have a lot of holes and I'm hoping to probably put a bit more putty in it so it doesn't get there. <laughs> um, so, but the other thing that I really got was just, um, I think it sounds like I definitely have a lot of like, I guess, um, mind mapping to do mm-hmm. to really understand who do I want to, um, to go through. And I guess, uh, um, looking things like, for example, the Google analytics, the boundary, which I, I, I think that was something that I never considered a lot, but I think now I definitely will look at developing my CRM. That's something that I think I, I put it aside because I, I never thought that no, it was more of a mental block thing. And I think now I realize that I need to do that because I thought my socials will do it. But then like what Tim said is right. Any moment, anyone can just boof and you're gone. Mm. So yeah, having that CRM is so big. On rented land. That's true. Mm. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> <on> rented land. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, you'd lose the, the, the great thing, Sean, is that you've got lots of opportunity. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and don't feel that you need to try and attack all of these things that we've suggested at once. And I think that's, Sam, I know a lot of the clients that we both speak to feel that they suddenly get completely overwhelmed mm-hmm. um, about, my God, you know, I've got all these holes in my business. I may as well just give up. Um, business yeah, is this on, you know, business is this living thing. It constantly evolves and changes and matures and, you know, stuff that was working two weeks ago, you know, won't work in a year's time. You know, stuff that didn't work a year ago will work today. Um, and we do need to sort of constantly sort of feed and evolve and sort of work on our business as much as we can and, and, and find these opportunities to just make these little small improvements each, each, each week. Right? So if yeah. you were to 
you know, just one of those things and say, this week I'm just going to fix that one thing. Next week I'm going to fix the next thing. Next week I'm going right. to right? You'll, you'll get there. Right? But it doesn't need to suddenly go, oh, my God, I need to do everything right now and, and, and get completely overwhelmed with it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. So, guys, reach out, connect with Sean on LinkedIn, Sean Premnath. Um, I'll pop the links for Facebook as well and the website up in the show notes so that you can reach out to connect with Sean. And I really look forward to having you back on the show in a few months and having another look and, yeah. and hearing all the wins that you've had. Yes, I'll, I'm, I'm hoping that Tim doesn't find any more holes and he doesn't have to put a couple of tiles anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing, right? We all have holes in our business and it's not about, <laughs> you know, it's not about, well, we can aim for zero, but we all have holes in it, these things. Um, yeah. It's just part of it. Yeah. Look, uh, mm. I, I promise not to find too many, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Thanks for joining us, Sean. It's been a pleasure. And if you've liked today's episode, guys, please join us over for the discussion in the Thought Leaders Business Lab community. Maybe you want to put your hand up to be a a a guinea pig. I was trying to think of something a bit nicer. Guinea Guinea pigs are cute, though. They are cute. They are cute, but they can be smelly. (laughs) If you'd like to join us on an episode of Thought Leaders Business Lab, then head over into the group and let us know. Thanks, guys, for hanging out today with us. Look forward to seeing you for another episode next week. Ciao, ciao. Thank you.